guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Pineda. And we're so excited to be with you guys today. Christina, I'm still getting used to the fact that you are embracing your married name. And dropping the Conti. You're dropping the Conti. <laughs> That's so upsetting. Oh my I gosh. Know, but it just sounds much better with one last name. It just sounds very Pineda. awkward with yeah. two and yeah. it's my new, it's my new last year. Yeah, new year. I was year, Conti for you. many years. Yeah, you were, you were, you were. You did the Conti name proud, so now it's left to me yes, to it is. be the the pioneer, the pioneer of the Conti of the Conti way. Yeah, and it's great to be joining you. We're actually recording this from the, the office. office. I'm here. <laughs> Christina's here. I know it's so weird. So without Austin, which oh, is also what a blessing. Strange. He's a blessing. <laughs> he's a huge blessing, but he's finally he's a blessing at the and age. a curse. I'm just he's kidding. He's finally just kidding. at the age where I have one day. Yeah, where I'm going. Into, this is the first time I'm into the office with. Without him. Without him. Without you. Yeah. Without you. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, it's so funny because I basically come to the office almost every day. I mean, I do work from home. There are certain days when I literally have back-to-back-to-back-to-back meetings that I just, I'm like, um, I'm just going to work from home because it's just in front of the Zoom, I'm in front of Zoom all day. Um, But even then, it's just nice to have... It's been so nice to be able to come into the office. For us. Yeah. yeah. Really has it been, is. even through all this drama. But anyway, you guys, we have such an exciting show for you today. Um, a lot has been happening in the celebrity world. Um, we have the sex in the city. We can help but wonder. We have a sisterly advice question. And we are just excited to get, get right into it. Wonderful. So we're moving on to stars. They're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so Christina, did you know that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are back together? Only because I watched your Access Access Hollywood retaping that our mom (laughs) texted us. Wait, so you didn't (laughs) even watch the... Like, you didn't watch it on, like, Peacock or anything? Like, the replay? I never... Well, now I it's gone on Peacock. Peacock. is. You watch The Chosen on Peacock. No. It's a streaming I platform. I have the DVDs. Oh, you do? Christina bought the DVDs. Oh, my gosh. You're so old school, Christina. Um, but anyway, well, it's since it's on NBC, they replay it on oh, Peacock. Oh, I had no idea. Next time, please. Yeah. Yeah, so if ever, but I also, yeah, I usually, though, and this time as well, I usually film it Mm. from Peacock, though. I see. Yeah, on my old computer, because now there's, like, a block in, yeah, in my new Mac, they don't let you record on Peacock. So thank God I have my old Mac, because for some reason the the firewall thing isn't as aggressive in it. Um, But anyway, so Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are back together. Um, So anybody that hasn't been living under a rock knows that. This. And, but what just happened was she had her 52nd birthday and she looks amazing. I mean, 52, like, I'm just so, I feel so empowered when I see these beautiful, stunning celebrity women who are in their 40s and 50s and 60s. And I think that's also why I love Housewives so much because it just shows these hot, gorgeous, 
just gorgeous women. And it doesn't matter what age, they defy age. Mm. As the great Ramona Singer once said, or the great Ramona Singer has, Ageless by Ramona. Um, she's a Real Housewife of New York City, which unfortunately has gone really down the tubes over the last couple seasons. But anyway, so um, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, they recreated the iconic moment. Do you remember when um, in the early 2000s, there was this iconic yacht scene and it was in her Love Don't Cost a Thing video as well, where he's sitting like next to her and but he's like playing with her bikini bottom and it's so iconic and they they didn't I don't know if they did this on purpose they may have but they recreated it and they were they were photographed on a yacht and it just every like my early 2000s heart is just so happy wait was he actually in that music video yes really is that yes. how they met or I think you're gonna keep the answer um was he is that how they no, met no they met on the set of of Gigi I believe oh. They met, yeah, yeah, they did, they did. I actually need to know this because I, you know, this is like the knowledge it. that I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, they met when they were filming that movie, Gigi or Geely or something, I think Gigi. Okay. Remember, it, it ended up being a big flop. Oh, I don't know, I don't yeah. know, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, but that's how they met, and yeah, since then, I mean, it's been 20 years, you know? Hmm. But anyway, so in real life, should you jump right back into a relationship with an ex? Yeah, what do you think, Christina? Can you jump right back in? Well, you were actually talking about that on Access Hollywood, and you mentioned a study that I think our listeners would be intrigued by. Yeah, well, studies, and I say this plurally because mm -hmm. I researched just so many different studies that were done mm -hmm. that showed that couples that get back together with an ex, it's basically like 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 eight out of ten of them fail. Really? So it is it, it's it's the exception and not the rule. Right. Um, and so I think it's really important, especially for just people who, you know, have an ex that maybe they're really attracted to or you know that was a really powerful relationship with them but maybe had a lot of toxic elements mm. um and listen the Ben and JLo situation the Ben Affleck and JLo situation we as the public weren't we don't know that much no but what we do know is not exactly great um, because they basically, they had a wedding planned. Right. You know, he gave her a millions and millions of dollar engagement ring. I think it was 16 carat engagement ring. I think it yeah. was literally $20 million engagement <laughs> ring. Like, that's insane. And um, he they had the wedding planned. And it was only a few days before the wedding that they called it off. Really? They called off the wedding a few huh. days before. So what we didn't know 20 years ago what was going on, but now having seen his relationship play out with Jennifer Gardner and also his struggle with addiction, yes. um, I think it's safe to say that I what I believe, and this is just what I believe. These are not facts, um, but this is definitely what what I believe. I believe that 
he was maybe hiding his addictions um, from J-Lo. And I think that it probably came to the surface and she probably just discovered that he was, you lying know, he was lying, mm-hmm. he was using. We don't know what the extent of his use was, but any substance abuse is is really scary. Yeah. So I think that the lies came to a surface and... Um, and then I think, because I think if it was anything other than that, she would have just sucked it up and gone through with it. Right. But I think that it just, I think SHIT hit the fan, and I think she just was like, I can't, I can't do this. This is madness. Um. So anyway, that is my personal belief, because with Jennifer Gardner, yeah. you know, he was sober. He, he got sober, but okay. then they obviously ended up getting a divorce and she like brought him to rehab. So even when they were divorced, because he's the father to her children. Oh, yeah. So I think that, and you know, over the last couple years, it's unclear, you know, if, if Ben is still sober, what's going on with him. Obviously I'm not, I, you know, I respect anybody who is, you know, addiction is, is so, oh my gosh, it is a lifelong battle yes, and a struggle. It is. And, you know, you need a really strong support system, obviously. Um, and I don't want to say, I, I don't want to say anything that, oh, Ben is, you know, back or right, whatever. Right. I don't know the details. But I do know that with anybody, um, especially with, you know, somebody who had such a passionate love affair with and then it abruptly ended, um, it can be a little bit dangerous to just jump back in head first, as seductive as it might seem, um, before really ironing out where what the reality of, you know, where is he at right now in his journey with sobriety? You know, so right. I, and this is, again, I am not vilifying No, you're not anybody. saying anyone's intentions. You're not, you're just, yeah. we're just surmising to yes. help people who are maybe going through a similar situation. A hundred percent. A hundred, a hundred percent. So anyway, yeah, I mean, that is my kind of thought process. So I would definitely say err on the side of extreme caution when being seduced with the idea of jumping back into a relationship with an ex that was that had a lot of toxic elements to it because a lot of times that toxicity will rear its head again and okay so just quick question about j-lo mm-hmm. who was she married to before ben before well, she got engaged to she ben? mark anthony and her got married had kids okay so then the she got divorced marriage. Okay, yeah then she got divorced mm-hmm. and then she was dating a-rod and then I remember see. that whole cheating okay. scandal and a-rod was just talking to all these women on dm and being super shady and facetiming with them so anyway okay. yeah yeah Okay, so that's her relationship history. Yeah, now yeah. she's back to Ben. I yeah, see. back okay. to Ben. Back to Ben. So yeah, I mean, but I think more for listeners, you know, yeah. like J Lo, do you like whatever? It's J Lo, and and you know, I, I wish her so the best. Yeah. But I think just a lot of times people can see these relationships and be like, oh my gosh, well if J Lo did it, so right. can I. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It has to. You really have to if you're going to go. Back with the next, proceed with extreme caution and make sure there was... And some people do, can, mm-hmm. have a 
coming to coming to the Lord moment where they change their lives entirely. But that is a it will be a lifelong struggle mm-hmm. for them, whatever addiction or habit that they had. Yeah. And I also think that something like like being with somebody from the past can maybe bring out the past self, if that makes sense. So even if you've evolved past the because the thing with exes, like if you're attracted to a person, you're gonna be attracted to them. Like that's why you know what I mean. It's right. not all of a sudden right. Your things like end. yeah, right. like you're gonna there's gonna be an element of attraction there. So I think safest bet if it was a toxic relationship remember that it was toxic and, you know, look to the future. Yeah, and, and, not and our go, last not episode past. about Carrie and Big meeting, if you want to listen to that, we go into it a little more deeply with, yeah. with these things. So. Beautiful. Yeah, we t- we're talking a lot about toxic exes over the last <laughs> couple episodes. Sorry, guys. But anyway, um, let's go on to the next story. So Simone Biles, so this is Olympic news. Yeah. Um, Simone Biles, um, you know, gymnast, Olympic gymnast, Simone Biles, suddenly exits women's team event because she's, but she says that she's okay and she'll be back for other finals. So she, that was hmm. the, the latest news was that she just, she's like, was not, when I read it this morning, it had said that, um, it had said that she wasn't going to be participating in the Olympics, but now I'm seeing that she might be, whatever. Um, but Simone Biles is, like, at – she is the best gymnast yeah. in the entire world. Mm. She has the weight on her shoulders. Yeah. So to relate this to dating, and you guys, is a bit of a reach, but <laughs> I, I felt like we should do it. It is it okay to take a break or just totally check out from dating – if you're burned out. Ooh, this is really good, Alessandra. I know. That was the reach. That's why they pay me the big bucks. <laughs> I think it definitely is. And I recommend people going on a, a cleanse or a dating fast for a certain a amount cleanse. of time. A date cleanse. Yeah. For a certain amount of time. If you notice yourself repeating certain toxic habits and patterns over and over again, and you need to just take some time away and I know Khloe Kardashian did that at the start of COVID and it's a good thing and now Khloe is oh well I guess Khloe's back with oh god Tristan I think oh really they're on and off it's it's a lot but anyway (laughs) okay but I think it is a good very good thing to figure out your priorities and focus on getting yourself ready to be with someone who you really could see yourself with and you really could see as the wife as your the mother of your children or father of your children so it's very I mm-hmm. think it's a good thing I, I think I mean for her that's it's a different level with Olympic sports so I, I don't the level of pressure I know but you but could also release that yeah, like people feel people a lot feel of pressure. pressure with dating yeah there's a lot of pressure with dating and I do say if you're feeling that I want you to take a step back and mm-hmm. do something different because dating should be enjoyable mm-hmm. yeah absolutely I mean I am such a believer in I completely agree. A date cleanse is so beautiful. I think, though, I will say, I think that some people take it a little too far and they end up not dating for like a year. Or, um, for, or, for, or for years. Yeah, Alessandra. for years. Yeah. I've had people come yeah. to me, oh, yeah, when was your last relationship? 
five years ago. Yeah. And they yeah. just have buried themselves with work. Yeah. And that's actually not really a date cleanse. Yeah. I see a date cleanse as a specific amount of time. Yes. Whether it's whatever time you need Whether for it's a it, week or a month. Or 40 days or even, I did a nine month one and now yeah, I'm married. Yeah. So it doesn't mean, but I got back and little by little to yeah, dating after that. Yeah, and also you were in your early 20s, Christina. Right, that's true, you, yeah. when, when we're working with people in their 30s, you don't have nine months. <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, I'm sorry. That's, that's a difficult. really long time. Yeah. I get that you need to heal. But at the same time, do you want to have children? Like, I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but you need to be aware that... There is a, you need to be vigilant about time and you need to hold yourself accountable because these things could go on and on and on. And it's a safe, it's a way of kind of extracting yourself and then not like, it's almost like getting back on the horse is so important because if you don't get back on the horse, you'll be horrified of ever riding again, which, you know. Well, also, though, the thing is, if someone Mm -hmm. is really broken, though, they do need to take time. Because if they get back on the horse too soon, they'll be repeating the cycles and then never get married. But I think that's why I agree with you that it should be a set amount of time. time. Not just, I'm going to work, I'm going to focus on work. Not indefinitely. Right. This is not an indefinite date cleanse. Make it a set amount of time. I think if you're going to do a, a date cleanse, I think a 40 days, how many, how, that's like 40 two days months. is what I recommend. 40 days is beautiful because that's, you know, how long, you know, it took Jesus to walk through the desert. So yeah, I would, I think 40 days is a really solid amount of time and really try. And I know that especially when you've been broken, um, coming out of either a toxic relationship or just having dated, 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 and it's you're just burned out from dating. Um, I think I know that the first couple days out of that, mm-hmm. um, when you do decide, I just need a break from all of this, it's really hard and it's yeah. really challenging. And you said making also the, you kind of say the first 48 hours is what you coach is probably yeah. the the worst you'll ever have to go through. No, a hundred percent. I mean, yeah. if you're that specifically, if you're going through a breakup, right? Um, the first 48 hours, it's it's the, the the way that scientists actually describe it is that you're basically like back to kind of an addiction. Mm-hmm. Your body is producing the same chemicals that people have when they go through withdrawals right. from drugs. Right. So when love, when romantic love is withheld or is is cut off, it really is like a drug. And your body then produces, literally, studies have shown the same chemicals that somebody is experiencing when they go off of cocaine or heroin, when they're off of their whatever their addiction is. Right, and that pain that you're feeling isn't that the guy is actually or woman is actually right for you. It's that you are experiencing withdrawals. So that's why the first 48 hours is the hardest if you're going through a breakup, and then it will get better. It will get better. You may still get waves. If you're not a sociopath, I'm sure that you will. Um, Waves of remorse and waves of mourning. It is important to go through that mourning period and really put little graves, um, little graves 
on, like we always say mourn their death, but actually that is, studies show that mourning somebody's death is such a healthy way of going through a breakup and literally memorializing and putting a little gravestone on all the different things that 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 the relationship brought to you Mm -hmm. um but anyway then so once you kind of go through that mourning phase I know sometimes it's even hard to put your clothing away let alone set a plan for a date cleanse but once you're feeling a little bit better and if you do if the if the idea of cleansing and of going on a date cleanse sounds exciting for you then it is important to take a step back and plan out your cleanse so you're not just saying okay I'm just not dating and I'm going to I'm right. going to instead, you know, go headfirst into work. Right. It's important to say, okay, week 1. What is my week 1? And there are books that you can follow yes. on this and hopefully my I've book will a, be published. Yeah. What is a good book that you can um, recommend? So there's one, I think her name is Katherine Becker. It's called The 40-Day Date Fast. Yes. And then there's also one uh, yeah I think that's that's a Catholic there's also a a dating detox book that they can look at there's a few dating detox books that they can look up yeah Google dating detox or Google I haven't read those I've read the Catherine Becker ones yeah one but yeah but it is really good to then have like a day that you're like okay the cleanse is over at this day because otherwise exactly we work with people who the pendulum has just swung so far that they haven't dated for years and they're they're quote-unquote happy but they're totally unfulfilled and they're missing out on such a beautiful element of life and especially if exactly your goal is getting married having children then you need to be vigilant and prioritize what prioritize that and know that you are going to heal and but and you can be actively healing but dating is not bad and it's just reframing your mindset around dating and that's why and you can also obviously feel free to reach out to us um all of our matchmakers are highly trained in breakup coaching yes and and can really coach you through if you if you just say hey i listened to the podcast I want to go on a date cleanse. Can you just set it up for me? And then we will make it happen for you. Can we just do a quick Britney Spears update also? Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So much has been happening. Um, Britney, thank God, now finally has an attorney of her own that was not court appointed. He's an amazing attorney. Remember, fun fact, she came to our office building to meet with one of the attorneys here. Do you remember oh, that? Huh. Yeah. It was like when she was missing, when nobody knew where she was, and she was she had come. Yes, Brittany was remember? here. I remember yeah. that. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. But anyway, so yeah, now she has her own attorney. She's trying to get her dad off of her conservatorship. Right. She's posting clearly on social media herself. She is like... She's blasting her family. Like, her family has done her so wrong, Mm. including her sister, Jamie Lynn. Um, Mm. So she's really, she's just being, like, 
this happened to me and nobody stopped it. Where were you? You know, where were you? So she's finally understanding that she has the support of the entire world behind her because she didn't know. She thought everybody would think she was lying and faking, but she also had a deposition where she, um, did you listen to that? No. No. Oh my gosh. She finally, finally expressed herself. It was like 20 minute, a 20 minute. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I remember us. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. But anyway, what do you want to talk about, Brittany, Christina? Just any update. I just wanted to hear an update because I'm going to be posting a little clip of, some yeah. about her and her relation her relationship with Sam Mascari on yeah. my on a video of us talking about it on my on my yeah. Instagram at who, Matchmaker Christina Pineda. Yeah, who also I have very close insider knowledge about Sam, like that I just got last week of like yeah. one of his best friends. That's true. And he was like, he's a really good guy. He's a really nice guy. He's a good kid. That's what that's what my friend said who's like really good friends with him. So I feel really confident that Brittany has a really just supportive person behind her. I mean, that's, oh, bless him. Like, let's send our prayers to Sam. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's continue. Matchmakers in the City is the sponsor of this podcast. Matchmakers in the City is an old school personal matchmaking firm headquartered here in Los Angeles with other service areas in New York, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and working with members nationwide and internationally. Feel free to sign up at www.matchmakersinthecity.com slash free sign up. Um, membership plans begin at $100 and they go all the way up from there. Um, but yeah, we're, 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 that's what we do. Yep. And if you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. We love to get comments. We, I just Positive read, comments I just only, read please. a beautiful com- comment about the podcast. So, so nice. Wanna, please just be nice. Thank you. People can be so vicious on, on YouTube <laughs> specifically. Everyone hates me on YouTube. They literally hate me. But you know what? It is what it is. You can't know, you know. You can be the ripest peach in the bunch, but somebody don't like peaches. Some people don't like peaches. So let's move on to sisterly advice. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give you advice that only your sister would give you. Hi, girls. I've been texting with a guy for a few weeks, but he hasn't asked me out yet. Should I just ask him out? I really like him, and it's honestly driving me crazy from textually confused. Yes. Uh, Christina, what do you have to say about this? Yeah. I always say that a text should lead to a phone call should lead to seeing each other. I do not want a texting back and forth to go on for longer than, I would say, maybe a few days to a week max, If you've, ne- especially if you've never met before. There should be action moving this forward, but you should not be the person asking him out. We have an amazing video. Yes. That's called the text that will take it from app to in-person date. I think it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. If you guys met on the dating app, um, this is like, there are a few scenarios here. If you met on a dating app, he may be like just, A, he could just be like pen pal zone and he might be in a relationship or married or have kids or something like that he's not telling you Mm. and that's why he's not asking you out and he just wants like the affirmation that another woman thinks that he's attractive so Mm -hmm. that's a b he could just be trying to get to know you via text and just not really sure about social 
norms when it comes to dating apps. So if it is a dating app, you can send him the text and we'll tell you the text because you're lending us your ears listening to this podcast. We're not going to make you watch another video, but you can learn more about it. The complexities with the text that you can send is, hey, so I'm totally new to this whole app dating thing. How long are we supposed to talk before we meet for drinks? Question mark. Okay, so that is the great text. You're not asking him out. You're just saying, hey, I'm new to this whole dating app thing. How long are we supposed to chat or how long are we supposed to text before we meet for drinks? Question mark. Right. Okay. Um, if still you have said, sent that text and he is not asking you out, peacefully just say, awesome, listen, it was so nice to talk to you, um, but I'm definitely looking for an in-person connection. Right, not um, just a pen but pal. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. just looking for a pen I'm looking for an in-person connection, but I'm totally wishing you the very best of luck with whatever you're looking for. Yeah. Okay. Sandra, how many days would you say is a good, what if you met in person? Yeah. How many days is a good texting thing before you say this? What if, okay, so what if they met in person mm-hmm. and they're not going to just... Yeah. So if they've met in person and a guy, this is specifically a guy, is just texting you and texting you every day and, hey, how's your day going? Hey, what's going on? And hasn't asked you out. Um, Honestly, like a week to a week point five max. max. A week point five, we give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, But I remember I was working with a bachelorette and, you know, she had met this guy, Sparks flew, she was so excited, they, like, clearly had, like, a physical, like, definitely, it was definitely a connection, but then he got her number and then he just, it was ridiculous. He just kept, he texted her every single day, they had an ongoing conversation, but he literally would not ask her out. So we were like, okay, I, I my advice was just honestly, like, let it go. Just kind of, just, it's all, it's, it, he's clearly not interested in dating you. you. Like, he's not interested in dating, be it you, be it whoever it is right now. So you might just want to, you know, just, just say, just kind of reply a little less. Um, or you could invite him to something like a group activity. Um, so if you want to go that route, you can go that route. But let me tell you, she invited him to a group activity. Mm. They went together. And then after that, he still didn't pursue same her. Same thing. The same odd nausum thing. And he was always oh, out of town. He's this, he's that. If a guy is interested in you and wants to date you, he will ask you out. Okay? Um, you can give him little like affirmation you can give him those little little just little spurts of affirmation like we said that text if you've invited him out with a group it's his turn so if you've already pinged he needs to pong and if he doesn't ask you out after that it's that's then we move on to a guy that will literally like have your number and be like oh my gosh like already like when a man really likes you he's gonna ask you out on the date you know what I mean for the next date there or at like or just very quickly thereafter and if you're working with a matchmaker it's a little different because sometimes they wait they need to get our feedback uh, your feedback before they do that yeah but yeah but if I've learned anything after doing this just it's like a waste of time if somebody is not just asking you out. You are wonderful and you deserve somebody that's going to be on fire excited for you for and you. excited about you that you're not chasing and pursuing. That's his job. Next segment, we couldn't help but wonder. 
As sisters, we grew up watching Sex and the City. Now as personal matchmakers in 2021, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens. Okay, so today's um, couldn't help but wonder is season three, episode nine, Easy Come, Easy Go. Okay, so this is what Carrie couldn't help but wonder. When it comes to relationships, is it smarter to follow your heart or your head? Ooh. So good. So in this episode, um, so I'm just going to read, I'm going to like recap. Um, So Miranda and Steve are kind of still living together, but they've like fallen out of love over parenthood because they're not sure about having kids. Aiden then... They don't have a child yet. No, they don't have a child. No, they don't have a child, but they have like this back and forth. And Steve was like, why don't we have a baby? And Miranda's like, no. Um, So they're still like, it's just awkward. Um, So Carrie then bumps into Mr. Big and Mr. and Mrs. Big, so Natasha and Big. And Aiden had this design fair. And then Big tells Carrie that he wants a divorce and that he wants her back. And then Aiden, this is also the episode where Aiden starts like improving her apartment and like doing construction on it. And the noise just kills her and she goes to a hotel and she's just so irritated by Aiden. Aiden is quite irritating. Like, as much as I love Aiden, he's really irritating. But so is Carrie. Everyone's irritating. Charlotte then um, thinks that Trey is ready to propose, but then she meets Bunny, his mom. And clearly there's a control there of Bunny and Trey. Um, and then, um, uh, yeah, they, by, oh, wait, uses Bunny's sleeve rubbing trick and makes him thoughtlessly accept a wedding proposal by her. Wait, what? So she proposes? All right. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I'll figure it out and tell you next week. Okay. She, oh, (laughs) because it lacks the romance she desires. So I guess somehow she, oh, God, you guys, I'm so sorry. I'm ill-prepared. I didn't watch this episode. Anyway, whatever. Let's move on. Um... Oh, okay, never mind. And we won't even go into Samantha's storyline because it's X-rated. Great. Um, so, but let's talk about this. Like, the the head or the heart? Like, the concept of following your head or your heart. What are your thoughts on that, Christina? It needs to be a combination of both. And that's what discernment and Ignatian spirituality is all about. Mm. Do you want to tell them about that? That website that you found, Alessandra, that we share with our members? Yeah, so um, recently I had to do a very important discernment in my own life, and I was really struggling, and then finally... I was, I kept saying discernment, I'm discerning, I'm discerning, discerning, discerning. I'm like, so I'm like Googling. What what does that mean? What does that even mean? (laughs) Like, what does discernment even mean? So I Google it. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. (laughs) It gets the people going. (laughs) Lord help us. But anyway, so um, literally Google Ignatian discernment guide. And that will help you, that will really help if you're going through any kind of discernment, but it really is a step-by-step guide on discernment. Exactly. It is a combination of the heart and the head, um, but it, it it's a lot more than just that. It's like, right. you know, you do have to ultimately follow your heart, um, but also exercises in a, to, in a, yeah. in, a, in a logical manner. So yes. if your heart's saying that, for instance, 
I met this guy. He's so amazing, but he's a serial killer. Yeah. But your heart's saying, but I, I just want to go on another date with him. And he asked me up to his apartment. Yeah. Logically. <laughs> the heart may be wrong. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so that's why it's important you have to, to do these your multi-tiered yeah. approach. Yeah. But definitely check that out. Yeah. And we're just going to do a quick catching up with the content. Yeah, sorry, here. guys. We have a meeting at 2, and then we have a meeting with a director and screenwriter. Yeah, so those exciting things. So to, exciting. To report. Little Hollywood gals. We're Hollywood gals making, <laughs> making moves in Hollywood. Um, so, yeah, catching up with the Contes. This coming Thursday, which is the 29th, I guess. Yes, the yeah. 29th, I will be on with Timree on her relationship hour. Can you say trending with Timree? Yes, trending with Timree. And that's on Relevant Radio at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Great. And we're going to be talking about a lot of things, but safety with dating. What does that even mean? Background check. I did a background check on Birgitta. Um, yeah, we background check everyone. Um, fabulous, Christina. Um, well, last week was my big week of, or the week before was Access Hollywood and um, what else? And like all those podcasts that so will be coming out really soon and talks and everything. Um, and then, I mean, this weekend I'm going to a wedding in Temecula. Yeah, so that's great news. Yeah, I'm just so excited. And then the next weekend I have a bachelorette party. So just a lot of wedding stuff that's yeah, finally happening. Wedding bells in the air. Yeah, wedding bells are ringing. Mm-hmm. Not for me, but <laughs> for other people. It's okay. There's no rush. <laughs> As Daddy says, there's no rush. She just doesn't want to have to pay for it. Oh, bless him. Bless him, Daddy. Thanks, Daddy. Anyway, you guys, it was so fun to catch up with you and um, know that we love you and we support you and know that anything you're going through, you will get through it. We've probably been through it and we've probably worked with people who have been through it and you've got this girl or guy. You're awesome. You're amazing. And you deserve the very, 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 very best. Um, yes. So thanks so much for listening and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.